0: Chapter Two of Home Craft Rugs Their Historic Background, Romance of Stitchery and Method of Making by Lydia LeBaron Walker. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Rug Making A Home Industry. From time immemorial, rug making has been in the hands of women. In the dim past, it was their province to make floor coverings. Not only for their own homes, but as time advanced, for the marketplace also. It was only under duress that men did rug making, except in India. This still remains true to a large extent, though the demand for Eastern rugs has become so great throughout the world today that men are often found weaving with the women. In the Western countries, handmade rugs are fashioned by women except in rare instances when men take up rug-making it implies a genuine interest in the art and craft of textiles rather than the impulse to create floor coverings not only were the rugs of the orient made by women but they were of necessity home-made whether fashioned inside the tent or rude dwelling or beyond the doorway this latter place was favored especially by nomad tribes. No factories existed. Homecraft rugs today, therefore, have the precedent of primeval home industry, which, notwithstanding certain inroads, has remained throughout the centuries in the hands of women. It is interesting to note in this connection that the very meaning of wife and spinster has an impregnated hint of textile homecraft in the origin of each spinster signifies the maiden who spins the thread from which her trousseau is to be made in the orient part of her dowry was a kis kilim rug of her own making the word wife means a woman who works with a distaff and weaves a web and comes from the old Anglo-Saxon and German verb wifan, and the word we. Alfred, the early English king, mentions in his will those on the spindle side and those on the spear side of the household, indicating by the antithesis the relative value of the importance of work done by each, spinster and wife, became domestic titles, in much the same way as did Knight, a military one. So weaving was a cherished art, and likewise rug-making came to be. There are three divisions under the heading of rug-craft, all so closely allied that, unless the subtle and signal differences are comprehended, they appear identical, even to their initial letters. They are handmade, handicraft, and homemade. All rugs manually constructed are rightfully known as handmade rugs, and in an absolutely literal sense of the word are handicraft also. Yet in the common acceptance of the terms there remains a difference, and it is this that demands attention. Handicraft emphasizes technique even in its terminology while hand-made stresses the motive power which is so expert in some instances that the craft is dominated by the artistry it is when a craft reaches the apex of its possibilities that it falls in line with an art which presupposes the perfection of craft it would therefore appear an anomaly to classify under handicraft such masterpieces of weaving and stitchery as genuine tapestries, real laces, cashmere shawls, and oriental rugs, prized in museums as handmade art treasures. Because oriental rugs are so often left out of consideration when speaking of handmade rugs, and only those rugs included which belong to colonial or modern handicraft it is well to have a clearly defined and correct understanding of terms which too often are blurred in significance through common usage Homecraft rugs is an inclusive term embracing all floor coverings fashioned by hand they may be fashioned in the orient or the occident Perhaps by our own firesides, but in whatever place, the work centers about the home, according to tradition and practice. It has only been within a comparatively short period that commercial interests have, in some instances, introduced changes in the Orient, whereby many rug makers assemble under one roof to work under the same direction thus instilling a factory element into the handmade and hitherto homemade rugs. In the Occident, there have been various community enterprises in rug-making. In each case, the work was done as a home industry, offering women opportunity for earning money without going away. There is nothing so complicated nor difficult in the knot-tying or stitchery of oriental rugs as to preclude the making of such floor coverings by any person who would give the time and zeal to the work. But the modern rug-maker of the Western world would scarcely choose the fine yarn strands, nor elect to tie knots to approximate the five hundred and thirty to the square inch found in the Ardabil carpet, that undisputed masterpiece of the Shah Abbas period. With a coarser medium, however, present-day home rug-makers may be lured into creating rugs of the Oriental type in modified form, or even to use the precise knots or flat-weave stitchery of the Far East. There, little children work on rugs and those of us who are acquainted through experience with the actual simplicity of the method can readily understand why it is within their scope. It is the patience required to make an oriental rug that is overwhelming in the modern life of complexity. Such conditions do not prevail in handicraft rugs, whether they revert to types familiar to the ancients or are of typically modern tendency. Time is no barrier to the making of them, for they take no longer to fashion than many kinds of practiced fancy work. Easy methods are found for simulating work that would otherwise be impractical under present-day living conditions. Creative ability and mechanical ingenuity are fostered in the making of designs and methods of handicraft, and since there is no form of needlework that does more to increase the attractiveness of a home than rug making the artistic and practical value of the craft is becoming more and more fully appreciated in america the vogue of colonial rugs is notable while in england the renaissance of needlepoint embroidery has brought about the working of gross point carpets interest in all handmade floor coverings is keen, and the making of them is an accomplishment in which, to-day, as of old, great pride is taken. End of chapter 2